Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. I will start out by asking, why does the main character in Chapter 1 feel like he needs to say goodbye to a place like Pensy? Because he's left schools and places he didn't even know he was leaving them. He hates it. He don't care if it's a sad goodbye or a bad goodbye, but when he leaves a place, he likes to know he's leaving it. If he don't, he'll leave it worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was that one of your quotes that yeah, you had? I was hoping you had better ideas. Yeah. Well, do you want to like elaborate on your quote as a part of your thing? Did you do that, or is that just? Oh, a... I didn't elaborate. All right. That's all right. That is probably right. Okay. Well, Thank anyways, you. in. Okay. Did you have anything to say? Well, no. That's kind of what I was going to say. It's just that. Holden just wants to say goodbye. He doesn't care if it's good or bad. I don't like that computer like standing. I'm sorry. He sorry. definitely has the yeah, like patterns that he does. But that doesn't make sense. But like he has specific things that he does, like rituals, I guess. Yeah. Like he always puts his picture back in the right spot. And, like he's always noticing people's like hygiene habits and, oh, yeah. and all that, taking out the small details. Yeah, and I was going to say that um, in response to my question was that even though he didn't, like, apply himself to, like, school, um, he'd made, like, personal connections with the um, people there. Like, his teacher, like, that was a personal connection because he went and visited him at his house and, like, his roommates. Um, and so he also talks about the memories that he has of that place so he might not be saying goodbye to like the place but the memories he made there the closest thing i can relate that to is like when i moved because i didn't really care about the school i'm just gonna be honest i just cared that i'm saying goodbye yeah. I remember people. the end of third grade walking around the hallways crying a little bit, being like, oh. <laughs> I'm good at this school. And I was like, Lily, you don't even like But I just remember being like, oh man. Also, I forgot. Did you want to share yours? Because we might. Mine is just about the author in general, so I can okay. throw it out whenever. Right. It's really long. All right. Next question. <laughs> okay. All right. I said, oh, why do you think Holden didn't assert himself in school or sports? Well, I have to. Well, uh, number six. That's something else that could be a royal thing. I mean, if you're good at writing compositions and somebody starts talking about commas, oh, shoot. I mean, if you're good at writing compositions and somebody starts talking about commas, Stradlater was always doing that. He wanted you to think that the only reason he was lousy at writing compositions was because he stuck all the commas in the wrong place. Okay, you're like, what does that have to do with me? And I'm going to tell you. <laughs> right after this. <laughs> Bad break. <laughs> uh, what am I doing? You're telling me what that quote is about. Oh, so I think he's lousy at school because the way he sees it is you're good at something or you're not. Like, oh, yeah. So he's 
So he'd rather be like good. He's really good at writing compositions, and so he's gonna like only try at writing compositions because everything else doesn't really matter because he's that. You know? Yeah. Or like he has his own. He doesn't want to be like told what to do. That's kind of what I get oh, from but him. Then he gets like just fine when that one guy says, "Hey, write about a room." Yeah. Then he writes about a baseball man. That's like one of my favorite parts. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, okay. Um, I can't find. Wait, I have something. But I can't find the quote for it. But anyway, at some point in like the first seven chapters, he talks about maybe. First seven chapters? That's what we read. That's what we read. Yeah. I don't remember where in that span. But I think it's in there where he starts talking about how he thinks people at Penn, Pensy, are phonies. How he thinks everybody is like a phony and mm-hmm. that they're just faking it. And he doesn't like phonies. So I feel like he thinks if he applied himself to school that he'd become one of those phonies. But he doesn't. Yeah. Because he'd be faking something that he's not good at. Yeah. I also just noticed that he like jumps from one topic from the next so he doesn't really like to stay on like one thing kind of like anything in school like you usually have like projects or something undiagnosed ADHD (laughs) or also he is always like horsing around he says on page 25 to 26 and he also like yeah. On certain things like his hat. Yeah. He's very like focused on his hat. And like when he's nervous, he'd like to put his hat on. And he oh, when he's nervous. Keep that in mind too. That's an important yeah. thing. Uses, we should add that to our he uses thing his hat really as a security blanket. Um and notice when he's wearing the hat versus when he's not wearing the hat. If other people are around and then who those people are that are around. Yeah. And that also kind of goes with like he acts young for his age. Um and he like with the security blanket or hat, I guess. Um and yeah. I have those in the books as like kind of one section. Um and another quote that I put down for him was all I need is an audience. I'm an exhibitionist. <laughs> and I was like, why would you? But I don't know. I was like, oh, he says, I'm quite a nervous guy. And then, like, but prior to that, he's like, all I need is an audience. And he's also like, I'm not that strong. He's also like, I'm not the smartest. So his self talk versus what he actually is is. And that kind of leads to another question that I had. Let me think. Oh, like, what do you think of the different characters um, and, like, how the author portrays them through Holden's eyes? Like, um, like how he kind of focuses on their flaws and stuff. What well, do you think of that? Wasn't he, like... Go, go. You had already started. Well, wasn't he like defending his roommate and then like attacked them later that night? <laughs> yeah. He's like, Stratley is a good, good guy. You know, he's nice. Stratley? Is it Stratley? I don't know. I thought it was Stratley later. 
I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how you say it. I was reading Stradler and then I saw there was a T in there. Oh, it is smell like Strad. Anyways, yes, keep going. Sorry. What was I saying? I don't remember what you were saying. Oh, he was like, he's so cool. He's like, nice, but a little bit phony, but that's okay. Yeah, and then later he's like, I hate, I hate him. He's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to punch him. That's kind of also how he like jumps from topic to topic, like, as a character. Again. Oh, how did he portray her? Okay, so I think that it's really interesting that specifically Salinger, 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 Salinger. I mean, yeah, Salamander. I find it interesting that he chooses to focus on the insecurities of his characters and, like, not insecurities, but the flaws, like, Stradladders. I looked it up. It's that's that's a weird way of saying it. But anyway, he looks like he focuses on how, like, like he sucks at compositions, or he says he sucks at compositions, or that he sucks at whistling, or like his hygiene, or his hygiene. Nah. No, what's the Somebody other was uh, yeah. Ackley. Ackley's hygiene. Okay. No, minus well, his teeth and his nail, or specifically his teeth and his nail. And then Miss Ball is talking about how Holden's hat is a security blanket, and I find that's really interesting because you can tell. Holden is very insecure about everything. <laughs> like me. Yeah. Just kidding. Thank <laughs> Relatable. And then, but then he has Holden focus on all the insecurities of the other characters. I don't know yeah. if it's, he's trying to get Holden to be more relatable towards the other people at the school, just to show that even though Holden thinks he's not close to these guys, he actually is, even if he's not. And right. what? I'm going to say you're right. Yeah, and what is that really saying disgusting. about his character? Like, what flaws is he hiding behind other people's flaws? Well, he's a liar. Because he says, um, I think, the beginning of chapter three, quote, I'm the most horrific liar you've ever saw in your life. It's awful. If I'm going <laughs> If I'm on my way to the store to buy a magazine, even, and someone asks me where I'm going, I'm liable to say I'm going to the opera. It's terrible. <laughs> and so I'm thinking that he probably doesn't, like, lie outright as much as, like, he's... Like, that's, like, a tall tale kind of lie. Yeah, like, he's an unreliable narrator. Yeah. Because I don't see why, uh, what's it? Salinger would mention that so like it was at the beginning of a chapter which um, that placement makes me like you pay attention to it more it's not yeah. like just some offhand comment it was like yeah. I guess there are no offhand comments in books because yeah. everything is written unless it's a bad author <laughs> <laughs> or if it's a mystery novel sometimes yeah. Okay. But that also has like a thing, yeah. a meaning. Like for Ackley, they focus on his hygiene, like his nails and his teeth, and then that leads Holden to believe that sometimes he can be a pretty cool-looking guy because of his nail. Like I don't know if it really symbolism, whatever. Yeah. But if it really relates, and then basically I feel like he says his teeth. You don't, you don't brush. He doesn't brush his teeth. So, like, if you get to know him, he's not as nice of a person. 
like the insecurities kind of match the character. So like Holden being a liar might mean that Holden's afraid of the truth or like doesn't like the truth. Because mm-hmm. at the beginning you don't specifically I'm sorry. <laughs> at the beginning you don't specifically know where Holden is. He's just like, if you really wanna know, here you go. And he kinda like starts it out with his childhood, but he never tells you what his childhood was like. If like he's running from it or if he's scared of it. Then he eventually talks about like where he is at the moment, but he never does say where he's at. But like he talks about his brother, you know, and he's just talking about what he wants to talk about for a little bit. Like he's trying to avoid the truth for as long as he can, even though mm. it's like two paragraphs. Yeah. That also kind of, this is one of my questions, was why do you think the author chose to jump from one topic to another within the book? And that might show that he's, like, trying to, like, avoid certain topics, you know? Like, by jumping from one to another. What? (laughs) Is it holding his ADHD? Well, I I thought that was just, like, him being, like, Yeah, that too, but. I guess we'll have to pay attention to, like, where he stops, like, yeah. saying things, you know? Well, let's do another quote, because number four on my list is, this is a people shooting hat, I said. <laughs> people in this hat. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> and, um, if his hat to a blanket. <laughs> yeah, maybe what is that symbolizing, what is that foreshadowing in the rest of the book. Apparently <laughs> John Lennon's murder. <laughs> Jeez. People just don't say that. I'm not like, yeah. this is my people shooting at. Yeah. People. This is the and people. I'm not like, this is my people shooting gun. <laughs> oh my God. Like, you don't you don't say that. <laughs> yeah, so then what is that foreshadowing? Like, if that is just an offhand comment, though, then it would be just an offhand comment. The author does jump around is because it distracts you a little bit from like different things until it's like red things. Yeah, like hinting at things, but you don't really get it unless you're like really paying attention. Well, also, um, in the book, um, Holden really, like he said, he fixates on people's hygiene because he says, that's something, oh, I already said that one. Well, you remember before that I said Ackley was a slob in his personal habits? Well, so was Strad later, but in a different way. He was more of a secret slob. And so I was thinking that that's probably why he's like, oh man, I hate Ackley. But he's like upfront about how slobbish <laughs> he is versus, um, later where he's like he's such a nice guy except he's a secret slob and then but he ends up like getting in a fight with him yeah so i'm thinking like holden probably prefers people who are up front and all the phone gets those people who are like mm. secret slobs or not um, good at things they're not good at yeah like they show what their flaws are kind yeah. of and didn't like, that's like, kind of how him being a liar. Because he doesn't like 
people being secretive and secretive normally means you lie or you're not who you yeah. really are and then well, he's a liar this that this can, points out every insecurity and so i'm wondering if that's like part of it is yeah. going to be up front and everybody else who is like kind of avoid their flaws I yeah guess, is yeah, and then that kind of actually changes what I was saying before, like how maybe he's like hiding his flaws. Because now that I think of it, he does like mention a lot of them, like how he smokes and stuff, and like how bad that is, even though like he keeps doing it. I don't have much in. Yeah. Or like just the things that he did. So I guess he does have like insecurities that he actually says out loud. But yeah, let me see. I have another question. Oh, how about, um, uh, do you think that Jane Gallagher will come to play later in the story? And why do you think Holden was so nervous to talk to her if he had known her for so long? Um, what did he just? I thought he was just like. He was just very excited, but he gave up like that kind of. Well, he was kind of like, oh, I don't want to go down. Oh, maybe I do want to go. Nope, I don't want to go down. Well, he was like, I should go down. I should go down. I'm not going to, but I really want to, and I think I should. And I'm really excited about it, but I'm not going to. I was like, what the heck, man? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, I think she's going to be a character again. I want to know if she keeps her chicken in her game all the time. Yeah. I, I think it's, I don't know, I can, the, only, the closest thing I can relate to is myself. Oh, because, like, we went to have or whatever, and we saw some, I saw one of, like, my friends, and I didn't know how to approach talking to her, because, I don't know, it's been so long, got... but I've known her for long enough that it wouldn't have been weird. Yeah. But, no, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a fly, Lily? <laughs> Uh, knowing a friend for a long time and oh. seeing them in the grocery store and not wanting to talk to them. No, I was at her work. Oh. And I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. Well, grocery store. Same thing. <laughs> um, Gas station. Yeah, and also, she does kind of come into play later because Holden kind of fights Stradlater because of... That's one thing where he was, like, quite admitting what was going yeah. He was, like... But it was kind of obvious that he was. I just want to fight you. (laughs) No. Um, It was obvious to the reader, I guess, not to the person who was getting attacked. I think he brings to light his, like, insecurities and things he's okay being insecure about, like failing school and, like, um, not that athletic. Then when it comes to, like, his emotions, I guess, he's, like, he doesn't do that. Like, um, I think, is that a security mechanism, like, failing and, like, pointing mm-hmm. out the things you're bad at already that you're okay being bad at? Like, class pants, class. Sorry. Like, they yeah. purposely make attention so, like, negative parts aren't focused on as much. Yeah. Well, um, and That's with, um, Jane. Jane. Uh, he does point out some of her flaws, like crazy, like 
keeping all our things in yeah. the back row and just having that good of childhood. <sighs> so I think he probably doesn't think she's um, so readily accepting. Yeah. And she probably, he also probably, since he knew her for so long, like since they were little, he probably knew a lot of her like flaws and things that made her <laughs> like more real or less phony, I guess. Real. Yeah. More real phony. Oh, another thing. That was, like, he was pointing out all flaws at the school. Like, he was comparing it to the magazine, and then he was like, this is their line, too, and that's probably why he didn't like the school that much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, the steak. Some hotshot guy on a horse. Oh, yeah, like. You're a hotshot guy. That's what he said. That's, like, some hotshot guy on a horse. Yeah. And, like, steak. They have steak on some Saturdays. Yeah, to have their parents. And it's just because then when a mom asks what a boy ate, he could say steak. Yeah. Even though, wouldn't he say, like, really bad steak? Mm. I mean, that's what you said. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> not. Excuse me, Callie, you were disrupting that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be funny if you were doing off at the same time. Do you want me to do the research part now? Sure. Yeah. Okay, just because then we can relate it to some of the questions. Okay, you so probably put your computer on the ground. Folder. I mean, yeah, probably. I don't know, it's really weird when you just like, yeah, the computer, I just, oh, I stare know. at it. No, it just, it's it just looks like, like you're on the screen. I was going to say, yeah, it kind of looks like you were uncomfortable just going like this. Anyway, <laughs> so, I spelled circle wrong, I'm sorry, I got distracted. Okay, so, my uh, research, well, my research is on J.D. Salinger, the author himself. Because he's pretty interesting, actually. Okay, so, he's best known for Catcher in the Rye, which gave him his literary fame. Anyway, that's kind of like the overarching thing, is that this gave him literary fame. And it's also the reason why he was very secluded after he wrote it. Um, he wrote other short stories that were published in the magazine The New Yorker, and these stories inspired the careers of later authors, such as Philip Roth, I did not look up what books he wrote, but I can do it later. Anyway, apparently, Holden Caulfield was actually in one of his short stories before he wrote Catcher in the Rye. Then he made him a character, the main character in Catcher in the Rye. Um, as a teen, uh, Salinger's parents sent him to Valley Forge Military Academy, which is believed to be what Pensy prepped his base off of, is his prep school. Um, that was cool. Um, which it's basically, you know, a military academy. So it's a boarding school that has the military training. And you could probably look up a better definition than what I'm telling you. The one that the, the Percy one. Jackson book starts out on in book three. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> um, I read that. I like that one. Anyway, um, after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, he was drafted into the Army and served from 1942 to 44. And he was one of the men that landed on Utah Beach during the Normandy invasion and fought in the Battle of the Bulge, hey. France. Which is pretty cool. Um, is that in World War II? Or that was World War II. My grandfather was there, I think. That's neat. I the don't know where mine is. Cool. Cool. Um, <laughs> he was, I don't remember if it was, he was eventually dished. <laughs> 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 nostalgia. <laughs> nostalgia. 
Apparently we're great. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know when teachers play the little kids? It's really interesting. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through this. I didn't write that well, well, that much, actually. Um, Wait, hang on. I'm going to make sure I have this written down correctly. Um, Where is it? No. Um, okay, so, so I did get it right. Anyway, uh, he also, like most of the uh, people who served in the military during World War II, had trauma, and he was either discharged or just, I'm pretty sure he was discharged. And he, and he was admitted to a hospital for a nervous breakdown, and he met a woman there, a German woman, who he married, and then after eight, uh, and uh, it was possible she was a former Nazi, so they divorced after eight months. And then in 1951, he returned to New York and published The Catcher in the Rye, which, boom, <laughs> his most famous book. And today it has sold 65 million copies hey. and counting. I wonder if it's a catcher, because his um, brother was a catcher. Oh, yeah. In the rye? Because he was. Because he doesn't wheat. like wheat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Salinger was, Salinger, Salinger was very reclusive during his life, and he refused interviews about his book, only opening up to specific people in his life. And apparently he opened up to like either a high school or college. I don't remember what it said. But one of those two, it was one of those. And she was doing a report for her school newspaper. Anyway, that interview between the two, just, it was supposed to be just her school newspaper. Anyway, caught national headlines. He uh, got he was he was furious and then uh, cut off all connections with that person. With that girl. Anyway, um, then later he married Claire Douglas and they had two children, Margaret and Matthew, and then they got divorced too. Anyway, um, and Holden Caulfield has inspired many people, like he's like. Percy Jackson, or uh, there was another. But anyway, Percy they've like Jackson, no, just like any fictional. Influence. Let me finish. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Holden Caulfield, like like other fictional characters, including Percy Jackson, have become a part of the American psyche, but more likely Caulfield and not Percy Jackson. Okay. <laughs> um, he's inspired many people, including Mark David Chapman. Chapman was arrested with the book in his possession after he shot John Lennon. And according to Chapman, the reason for the murders are within the pages of the book. Um, then I had a little thing about it. I said, my belief, just like my personal belief and why he did, is that he believed Lennon was a phony. Because, I don't know. Not good at me. <laughs> apparently. And just so like, and he sought to get rid of the ponies from the world, as Bolden kind of says he doesn't like ponies. And then there's more later in the book, but I couldn't write that down because mm. we're not that far. Anyway, I figured that's why because he thought Lennon was because funny. because um, he's famous musician, and you know what musicians do? Yeah, it's people shooting hats. Because you know what famous musicians do? Probably lie. Who knows? But then that's what I believe. Anyway, then the last little bit was Salinger died January 27, 2010, and he was married to a woman. I don't remember her name, but he got married again, and then when he died, she was a widow. Mm. No. All right, we're going to be there. Thank you, biography. No, okay, now we are recording again. Do I have to reread my entire? No. Okay.
<laughs> I you can only fast. go to thirty minutes, and we were already at thirty minutes. Okay. Anything else that you had to say? I like the mm-hmm. shirt. I feel it. It is very nice. I like it matches her earrings. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. I like your earrings. Um. I don't know if we want to. Do you have anything else? Uh, I have questions? other quotes, but I don't. Okay. I, Why do you think Chapman killed Lennon? Because just kidding. He wanted a cool hat. This <laughs> is people shooting hat. Um, who says that? <laughs> who just starts the conversation with? That's a nice hat. Yeah, it's my people shooting hat. And when one was your emergency. <laughs> Yeah. Was Chapman wearing a hat when he killed Lennon? I don't know. Um, because it said he was quoted by singing or with lyrics from Lennon, one of Lennon's songs, Beautiful Boy. They're beautiful. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like quoting a song by Lennon. Not, I don't even think it was to Lennon. It was like some other person. And he was just like quoting song lyrics from it. And then apparently, hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but I would like to say this question. Um, it's kind of at the end of the chapter seven. Um, well, it is the end of chapter seven. Uh, what did you think of Holden leaving Pensy before Wednesday? And do you have any predictions of what will happen? It's not people don't understand. Well, another thing that was bothering me was the lacrosse stuff that he left. Was it lacrosse? Uh, fencing. Fencing and stuff that he just left on the field. Like, like, he's so particular about, like, where he puts things on his desk. Like, he knew where some of, uh, what's his face? His roommate's grandmother's stuff was. was like, it's on your desk. He never remembers where he puts things. And so, um, he's so, like, he knows where his stuff is. And to leave your fencing stuff on the subway? Maybe it was on purpose because, like I said before, he doesn't, like, do anything for sports. He doesn't, what do you say? What is that word that I'm looking for? Participate? Partake? And, like, maybe he just did it on purpose so he didn't have to because he got home early and didn't have to go fencing or doing sports. So, I don't know. Probably well, thinks everybody on that team is a pony. Because he's the manager for it. He's not even in the sport. Oh. He's just like the manager. Very big deal. Apparently. When you leave stuff every other manager, you leave stuff on the subway. Apparently, you can't play the game. Who knew that? Apparently, not Colton. I mean, he got his hat the same day, though. He was, I don't know, maybe he needed that security right then. Maybe not. He's trying to relate it, and it's not working. But do you have any other predictions of what would happen, what might happen? Do you think he'll make it home? I won't say anything. No. I think maybe he might well, get, end, like... Like at the very end. Don't look at me. I yeah. can't tell you anything. No, I read this. I wasn't looking at you. I was. Well, technically you were, but I don't really. Not for answers. 
All right, would you like to finish your thought there? Apparently, I am so tired. Do it. What were your grow up after age? Um, did you have any other predictions? Uh, or I thought his brother died. No, no he, he has two. No. Oh. <laughs> he has um, <laughs> he's the one that died, and then uh, he has the older one. He's no. like he's a good writer. Except then he's a prostitute. Like, he has he a really jaguar, is. and he has a lot of dough. Hmm. He didn't use to. Well, he's probably pointing yeah. out like a little tiny flaw and blowing it out. A- out of proportion like he does with everybody else's flaws maybe how do you blow somebody in hollywood out of proportion <laughs> really are you kidding me you, you can... know the people in hollywood sorry well they're probably worse media. people than his brother well, yeah, you look well, at the media well, they only cover the good stuff about some people uh, uh good stuff there's a lot of bad stuff out there um, you have to think for it megan not really Megan. There's a lot of Megan. There's a lot of like no, gossip and things. Megan Markle's gonna come to media. <laughs> what? Apparently, only confused. That the media only reports good things because she's through all things. Like, oh, I did you know like that coming for second is a widow? Happiness. No, but there's a lot of. You can easily target somebody famous and. Blow all their little things out of the water. Harry Potter. Did no. you know Queen Valid. Elizabeth is technically a widow? Who is? Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. Prince Philip died. That's very sad. What do you mean, Haley? <laughs> a widow. Aiken? Well, I thought you were saying I was like somebody that. talking about it and they're like, did you know she's single now? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and how does that relate? It relates. Well, no, it doesn't really relate. I just thought it was interesting. Okay. I thought it was interesting. She gets to hear about the royal family. Are we done then? Is everybody no. done? Oh. It's actually weird. No? Okay. Do you think I can? <laughs> yeah, I can not You're going to get stuck. <laughs> it's like <laughs> All right. I don't have any other questions. I've uh, said I don't have questions. any other. I mean, I might have. Actually, I do. I, I don't really have. I just think it's. Uh, I just think it's oh, very funny. Here, the, the last. In the last uh, paragraph on 59, that Holden just is like. Then I yelled at the top of my lung, or at the top of my voice, sleep tight, you morons. And then he's just kind of like. 
trying to say goodbye and he turns around and he trips on a bunch of peanut shells. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's a very that's very funny. Uh, I did not read that. <laughs> oh. He's literally just like screaming and trying to wake everybody up just to be funny and then he turns around and almost oh. apparently breaks his Along neck. Along with finding okay. people's flaws, he also finds what makes him annoyed. Oh yeah. Like calling him kid, actually that kid and like or like smoking in his yeah. roommates when his roommate is around. Um, yeah. All right, I think you can't see her eyes. The sass. <laughs> I think we are finished here. Is that accurate? Okay, I'm gonna stop recording. That's all. She didn't even try and like get better. Stop. <laughs> he was um, trying to unfail him. He's like, yeah, he tried. He really did. He really, you know, he tried his hardest, but we're just like, it's just not going. So I'm not even going to That was all it was. It was interesting. Yeah, his teacher was like, Holden, I want you to know I wouldn't have failed you had you tried, and I still want you to be helpful and know or be helped and know why you're leaving. I'm just like, don't care. <laughs> we're and just we're of, just two different you and I. He just wanted to leave. Oh, and the only thing I noticed about that was the smell of coffee drops or whatever mixed mm-hmm. vapor rub, but not vapor rub and nose drops. Vaseline. I thought it was interesting how he like really hated elderly people, but he went there knowing that he was an old person and would probably be in his home environment where that kind of stuff would be, you know? It's like when you're in public and you say you don't like people, but you're in public. Yeah. Doesn't change it. But still, you know what you're going into. Like, I don't know, just like he knew the consequences of his actions, but he still did it. Kind of like smoking with his, like kind of like, I don't know, like what you said about finding things that are annoying. He's putting himself in situations where he is annoyed and doesn't like, you know? Yeah. Holden is 16. I don't know, I just heard him. I thought he was 17. I don't know. He says 16 and then 17. I don't know. There's like, maybe he's probably in between 16 and 17, so he's probably 16. But he said something about he was 17. I am 16 going on. Anyway, isn't that a song? Yeah. Yeah. It's a song. His family is also really interesting. For the amount of times he mentions them, that's not that many. It was kind of sad about his brother and his glove. That was kind of interesting, too. Oh, we didn't talk about his brother that much. We didn't. What did you think of his brother and his mitt? His tattoos. I described them maybe sound like my cousin Tyler, except my cousin Tyler is not. <laughs> he was kind of idolizing him. No offense, Tyler, but like yeah. I don't know. Did he have? Did he mention any flaws in his brother? That no, I don't think so. I think if anything, he mentioned the flaws, but then he ended up making them positive. 
Yeah, but that's not really like a flaw, like his hygiene or something, you know? I mean, he's kind of like idolizing him in a way. And just the fact that he wrote about him. Um, and then he says about his brothers based on that. Um, his brother was left-handed, and he wrote poems all over everything on his glove. And he wrote them so that he had stuff in the field that when nobody was batting. He died. And then he says, you would have liked him. He was two years younger than me, but he was 50 times as intelligent. Uh, his teachers were always writing a letter. Uh, he was also the nicest. He never got mad at anybody. He had red hair, but he never got mad, which apparently red-headed people are supposed to do, according to Holden. Um, My friend Elizabeth has red hair. Yeah, he doesn't really... <laughs> he says he's a nice kid. He used to laugh so hard that he had something he thought of at the dinner table that he fell off his chair. They're going to have him psychoanalyze at Holden psychoanalyzed at 13 because he broke all the windows in the garage. Um, yeah, I think he really idolized his younger brother. Oh, That's yeah, because this isn't. No, his older. Isn't Allie older? Oh. No, his brother was younger. I thought he was oh, just younger. Two years younger. younger. I, I just read that, and yeah. But, and then he says. Um, Holden says that he slept in the garage the night Allie died and broke all the windows with his fist just because he wanted to. He says just for the hell of it. And then he says he was only 13 and they're going to have him psychoanalyze because he broke all the time. That's probably because he was very insecure about his brother dying and he related to his brother, like, dying? To his brother in general. Like, he loved his brother and he was just saying, Oh, just because I wanted to, but in reality, he just yeah, doesn't know how to convey his emotions. Yeah, say it. that's a good point too. Ow. All right, I think we're done then. I don't have any more. I don't have any.